The US TV host Tucker Carlson set off a political scandal by traveling to Moscow to interview the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. And this has led to a big debate in the US media, which as usual, when we're talking about partisan US politics, completely misses the forest for the trees. Now, there are a lot of liberal war hawks in the Democratic Party who portrayed Tucker Carlson as a traitor for interviewing Vladimir Putin. And this is part of this liberal obsession with Russia in the US, which completely fails to understand what's happening politically. What's actually happening is that Tucker Carlson and his right-wing allies in the Republican Party, including Donald Trump, and Tucker is very close to Donald Trump, what they have been trying to do for years is to try to drive a wedge in between Russia and China, and they have been trying to push for war on China. Russia is not America's main enemy, obviously. No sane person thinks it is. Our main enemy, of course, is China. And the United States ought to be in a relationship with Russia aligned against China. So the idea that Tucker Carlson is anti-war is ridiculous. Tucker Carlson constantly publishes war propaganda against China. The biggest threat to this country is not Vladimir Putin. That's ludicrous. The biggest threat, obviously, is China. And the narrative that he has been pushing for years, back when Tucker Carlson was on Fox News and since he was fired from Fox News, the narrative that he's been pushing again and again and again is that the U.S. should ally with Russia against China. The reason that he says that he's against war on Russia is because in reality, he wants war on China. If Russia ever joined forces with China, American global hegemony, its power would end instantly. Tucker has said this again and again and again. If Russia and China ever got together, it would be a brand new world and the United States would be greatly diminished. Most Americans agree that would be bad. However, Vladimir Putin is smart enough to know that Tucker Carlson is a political operative acting on behalf of the Republican Party and Donald Trump, and that Tucker is trying to encourage division between Russia and its most important ally, China. So Putin pushed back against Tucker Carlson's warmongering anti-China propaganda in this interview that he did. Tucker claimed that China is going to be a new imperial power, supposedly, and Tucker claimed that China is supposedly threatening other countries in the BRICS alliance and is violating their sovereignty, and Putin pushed back against this nonsense, and Putin said that this is a boogeyman narrative, and Putin emphasized that China wants peaceful cooperation and that China's foreign policy is not aggressive. The question is what comes next, and maybe you trade one colonial power for another much less sentimental and forgiving colonial power. I mean, are, is the, the, the BRICS, for example, in danger of being completely dominated by the Chinese, the Chinese economy? Uh, in a way that's not good for their sovereignty. Do you worry about that? Well, we have heard those boogeyman stories before. It is a boogeyman story. We're neighbors with China. You cannot choose neighbors just as you cannot choose close relatives. We share a border of thousand kilometers with them. This is number one. Second, we have a centuries-long history of coexistence. We're used to it. Third, China's foreign policy philosophy is not aggressive. 
Its idea is to always look for compromise, and we can see that. The next point is as follows. We are always told the same boogeyman story, and here it goes again, through an euphemistic form, but it is still the same boogeyman story. The cooperation with China keeps increasing, the pace at which China's cooperation with Europe is growing is higher and greater than that of the growth of Chinese-Russian cooperation. Ask Europeans, aren't they afraid? They might be, I don't know. But they are still trying to access China's market at all costs, especially now that they are facing economic problems. Chinese businesses are also exploring the European market. Do Chinese businesses have small presence in the United States? Yes, the political decisions are such that they are trying to limit their cooperation with China. It is to your own detriment, Mr. Tucker, that you are limiting cooperation with China. You are hurting yourself. As that clip shows, Russia can clearly see that this is a strategy that is trying to isolate China and trying to divide the BRICS. Putin is too smart to fall for this, but we can clearly see this is the U.S. strategy. Now, the irony is that the Western hysteria over Russiagate, this nonsense liberal conspiracy theory, actually prevented the far-right Trumpist elements, and also in Europe, people like Marine Le Pen, it prevented them from realizing this strategy of allying with Russia against China. And it basically guaranteed that, at least in the medium term, for years to come, Russia and China are very closely allied. And that is going to prevent the U.S. in many ways from trying to divide the BRICS. Now that's why the U.S. is instead focusing on India and trying to divide India and China in order to try to weaken China. But you cannot understand the geopolitics of the situation with this nonsensical Russiagate narrative that Trump and Tucker Carlson are Putin puppets. They're not. They want war on China. And Steve Bannon, who was previously the top advisor for Donald Trump, and he ran Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign. Steve Bannon has said for years, quote, we are at war with China, blatantly. He says it openly. We are waging war on China. This is the strategy of the Republican Party, of Tucker Carlson, of Donald Trump. They're not anti-war. They only oppose war on Russia because they see Russia as Christian and white and capitalist, and they want to ally with Russia against China, which they see as Asiatic and non-white and communist and atheist. So they see China as an existential threat to so-called Western civilization, and that's why they want to ally with Russia. And since getting fired from Fox News, Tucker Carlson has repeatedly churned out this ridiculous anti-China propaganda, claiming, for instance, that China is fueling an invasion of America. And if you actually believe that, then the, the solution is war. He's calling for war on China because he's claiming that China is invading the U.S. Tucker has also done ridiculous interviews with Donald Trump in which they claim that China is an imperialist power taking over so-called our hemisphere, claiming that the U.S. controls the Western hemisphere. Here's a clip of that. Why is China allowed to conduct imperialism in our hemisphere. Well, yeah, and it's far beyond Cuba. It's all over South America. Yeah, the Caribbean. China's building military installations in Cuba. 
The Cuban population of Miami is not too happy because they're never going to be able to go back. And installations means military installations. Okay, you know, there's just some communication. They did that on the islands with Japan. So this is the ridiculous warmongering propaganda that Tucker and Donald Trump are promoting together, claiming that China is conducting imperialism and completely falsely, they're claiming that China is building military bases in Cuba. Completely false. But once again, this is the warmongering anti-China propaganda that Tucker Carlson has continued doing since getting fired from Fox News. It wasn't just when he was at Fox. Now, it's important to recognize that Tucker Carlson is not only a close personal friend of Donald Trump, he is a political ally and a propagandist on behalf of Trump and Trump's faction of the Republican Party. Tucker Carlson is a spokesman for this faction of the U.S. ruling class, the imperialists who are, who are trying to get control over the government again. And Donald Trump has repeatedly said that he has considered Tucker Carlson to be vice president of the U.S. government, of the U.S. empire. And it is very possible that Trump will win the presidential election. Most polls show that he is leading over Joe Biden. And Trump has already been saying publicly that he wants to wage a new trade war against China. In fact, the Washington Post reported that Trump wants to put 60% tariffs on all imports of Chinese goods into the U.S., and then Trump was asked about this in an interview on Fox News, and he said that he wants to impose even higher tariffs than 60%. This would be an extreme escalation of the trade war that Trump started in his first term. And historically, when we look at economic wars like this, they tend to lead to military conflicts, to conventional wars. So Trump's extremely hawkish anti-China policies could very well escalate into a full-on war. And that is why many of these right-wing pundits like Tucker Carlson are manufacturing consent for war on China. They are preparing to justify a war with China. In addition to being a close ally of Donald Trump, Tucker has also been promoting the Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy, and he brought on Vivek to talk about why China is a so-called threat, and in particular to warmonger against China over Taiwan. And Vivek Ramaswamy's entire proposed foreign policy is based on this idea that Tucker Carlson shares that the U.S. should try to ally with Russia against China in order to wage war on China. In fact, it's not just the Republicans in the U.S. The far right in Europe says the exact same thing. So Marine Le Pen in France, from the, the far right movement in France, she has said that Europe should ally with Russia against China in order to prevent an alliance between Russia and China because they all see China as a threat to so-called Western civilization. They hate China for being socialist, for being atheist, for being non-white, because they are all neo-colonialists and white supremacists and capitalists, and they see the capitalist Christian West, white West, as the force that should control the entire world. They are neo-colonialists, and that's why they're so afraid of China. Now, what's ironic is that what Donald Trump has tried to do 
and with the support of people like Tucker Carlson and Steve Bannon, is the opposite of what Henry Kissinger did in the 1970s back in the Richard Nixon administration. This was referred to as Kissingerian triangular diplomacy in which the U.S. allied with China against the Soviet Union, and that was one of the significant factors that led to the overthrow of the Soviet Union in 1991. And since then, well, he recently died, but before he died, Kissinger was calling for the exact opposite. Kissinger was, in fact, telling people like Donald Trump they should try to improve relations with Russia in order to isolate China. This is a report from the Daily Beast back in 2018, and it noted, quote, Henry Kissinger suggested to President Donald Trump that the United States should work with Russia to contain a rising China. So once again, this is the actual reason that Trump and Tucker Carlson and these, you know, Republican elements that are loyal to Trump, who now basically control the Republican Party, this faction of the U.S. ruling class, they're not Putin puppets or all this nonsense that liberals said in Russiagate. It's because they want to ally with Russia against China for war on China. Tucker Carlson said it openly on his show on Fox News. Russia is not America's main enemy, obviously. No sane person thinks it is. Our main enemy, of course, is China. And the United States ought to be in a relationship with Russia aligned against China to the extent that we can. China is the country that's currently, right now, murdering tens of thousands of Americans every year with fentanyl. It's depopulating parts of the country. It's pushing our life expectancy down. That's how profound a threat this is. Now, Tucker Carlson in recent years has tried to rebrand himself as a so-called populist. But in reality, Tucker Carlson worked for many years in the mainstream corporate media in the U.S. He started at CNN before later going to Fox News. And Tucker Carlson comes from a very powerful background, a very powerful, wealthy family. And his father, Dick Carlson, was the director of Voice of America, which is a U.S. government propaganda outlet, which is very closely linked to the CIA and other U.S. spy agencies. And in fact, Tucker Carlson himself, when he was in college, he applied to join the CIA because he supported the U.S. empire so strongly and loved the CIA. In fact, in the 1980s, Tucker Carlson went to Nicaragua to support the CIA's far-right death squads, the Contras, against the revolutionary Sandinista government because he loved Ronald Reagan. He was an extreme anti-communist and he was a blatant cold warrior. He supported the CIA and supported the Contras in Nicaragua. Now, obviously, Russian intelligence is very good, and Putin himself was a former Soviet intelligence officer, so he knew that Tucker Carlson applied to join the CIA. And in fact, in this interview with Tucker Carlson, Vladimir Putin made fun of Tucker for joining, or at least applying to join the CIA. Now, allegedly, Tucker Carlson was supposedly denied. We don't know if that's true because there are a lot of people in the U.S. media who are also involved with the CIA. And again, Tucker Carlson's father was the director of Voice of America, which is very close to the CIA. But the point is, is that here's this clip in which Vladimir Putin made fun of Tucker Carlson for 
applying to join the coup plotting CIA. And Putin was talking about how the CIA has constantly tried to destabilize him and tried to overthrow the Russian government. With the backing of whom? With the backing of CIA, of course. The organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. We should thank God they didn't let you in. Although, it is a serious organization. I understand. My former vis-a-vis in the sense that I served in the first main directorate, Soviet Union's intelligence service. They have always been our opponents. A job is a job. Now, it's very important to understand how Tucker Carlson in recent years has tried to rebrand himself. And in fact, Tucker Carlson started his career as a neoconservative warmonger. Tucker strongly supported the George W. Bush administration and its invasion of Iraq, its illegal criminal invasion in 2003. And back in 2006, Tucker Carlson demonized Iraqis as, quote, semi-illiterate primitive monkeys. He's an extreme racist. And he used this extreme racism to justify U.S. colonial wars. In 2006, Tucker Carlson said that Iraqis are, quote, semi-illiterate primitive monkeys. He said that Iraqis, quote, don't behave like human beings. He said that he has, quote, zero sympathy for Iraqis. And he said that the U.S. should invade Iraq because it is a supposedly backward culture where, quote, People don't use toilet paper or forks. It's completely false, of course. He said that Iraqis should just, this is an exact quote from Tucker Carlson, Iraqis should, quote, just shut the F up and obey the U.S. because, quote, they can't govern themselves. And he also said that Afghanistan would never be a, quote, civilized country because the people are not civilized. So he's a colonialist. Tucker Carlson has always been a warmongering imperialist. But the reason that he opposes the proxy war against Russia in Ukraine is not because he's against war. It's because he wants war on China instead of war on Russia. It's blatantly obvious that Tucker Carlson is an imperialist when you see him talk about Latin America and also Africa. Every time he talks about Latin America, he says that China is trying to take over our hemisphere. And he, when he, back when he was at Fox News, he went to Brazil to produce a documentary that was propaganda for the far-right leader, Jair Bolsonaro, who was very pro-US and very anti-China. Basically, Tucker was meddling in Brazil's election, like what the US absurdly accuses Russia of. It's what Tucker Carlson was doing in Brazil to try to prevent the leftist Lula da Silva from coming back to power. And in that propaganda that Tucker did for Bolsonaro, he invoked the 200-year-old colonial Monroe Doctrine and said that China is violating the U.S. Monroe Doctrine and trying to take over Latin America. Here's that clip. In 1823, President James Monroe announced a policy that has been the center of American foreign policy for the last 200 years called the Monroe Doctrine, it has a very simple thesis. Great powers would not be allowed to control nations in the Western Hemisphere. That would be a direct threat to the interests of the United States. And for 200 years, we haven't allowed it. Under the Biden administration, the Monroe Doctrine is no longer enforced. Constrained by its ideological concerns, consumed with petty political grievances, and above all, distracted by a faraway war in Eastern Europe, the Biden administration has abdicated its responsibility. 
And into the void left by the United States moves a new superpower. We've come to Brazil to see for ourselves the rise of China and how the government of China is replacing the United States as the dominant power in our hemisphere. That is war propaganda. Tucker Carlson is trying to start a war on China. Or actually, I mean, Tucker's ally, Steve Bannon, has already said, quote, we're at war with China. So in reality, Tucker is creating war propaganda to justify escalation of the war that the U.S. is already waging against China. It is very important to educate yourself about operatives like Tucker Carlson because he's not just an operative for the Republican Party. He's not just a conservative right-wing talk show host. He is a warmonger. It is completely ridiculous that people are trying to portray Tucker as anti-war or a, th a threat to the U.S. deep state and the U.S. empire. It's the exact opposite. Tucker Carlson is a sophisticated political operative who admitted to applying to join the CIA and whose political role is to co-opt people who oppose the, the proxy war against Russia in Ukraine, often people who are very well-intentioned, to co-opt them, to recruit them for the Republican Party and the right-wing faction of the U.S. ruling class in order to justify war on China. He's not against war. He only opposes the war against Russia because he wants to focus the entire attention of the U.S. empire for war on China. And he is misleading a lot of well-intentioned people who don't want war on Russia and brainwashing them to want war on China. It is so frustrating how few people are talking about this and how the Western liberal hysteria over Tucker Carlson with all this Russiagate nonsense, they're completely missing the forest for the trees. Now, of course, in Washington, there's bipartisan opposition to China, but the liberals are trying to focus on Russia now and focus on China later, whereas the conservatives led by Trump and Tucker Carlson, they want to stop focusing on Russia in order to have war on China now in the short term, but they're all warmongers and they're all imperialists. Their fight is not about whether the U.S. should be an empire. Instead, their debate is about what is best for the U.S. empire. And the right wing, like Tucker and Trump, they want to strengthen the U.S. empire by trying to destabilize and overthrow the Communist Party of China, weakening China in order to defend U.S. unipolar hegemony over the planet. That's their goal, is continued U.S. hegemonic domination of the world. That's why Tucker Carlson warned on his show when he was back in Fox News, he said that we cannot allow China and Russia to ally together because it would mean the end of U.S. hegemonic domination of the world. But he said that like it's a bad thing, not a good thing. He does not want U.S. hegemony to end. If Russia ever joined forces with China, American global hegemony, its power would end instantly. If Russia and China ever got together, it would be a brand new world and the United States would be greatly diminished. Most Americans agree that would be bad. But as I conclude here, I just want to also emphasize the point that I said earlier. The response that Putin gave, his pushing back against this hysterical anti-China propaganda in the West that we hear from people like Tucker and Donald Trump, it shows that Russia is firmly allied with China. The U.S. attempts to divide Russia and China have failed, and the U.S. attempts to divide BRICS 
thus far have failed. That's why now the U.S. is focusing on trying to divide India and China, because they've acknowledged that Russia and China are firm allies. With that, I'm going to conclude here. I want to thank everyone for joining me today. I'm Ben Norton. This is Geopolitical Economy Report. If you like this video, please like and subscribe to help promote it in the algorithm. And also, all of our videos are available as a podcast. If you just look up the Geopolitical Economy Report podcast, I want to thank everyone for joining me today. I'll see you next time.